Mizmor Chof Dalid Psalm 104 Tehilim for Tanakh study. So this Mizmor is very famous as this is the Mizmor that we read every Rosh Chodesh. It's the Shir Shel Yom, if you will. So we'll get to that in a moment, but first, by way of introduction, as we normally do, let us break down this Mizmor into its set categories. So, first off, this Mizmor has seven parts, and each part is speaking about the wonders of the seven days of creation. And if you pay attention, as we will together, each section talks about or highlights the awesomeness of that day of creation. So part one of the Mizmor is, is Pesukim Aleph through Vav. And it talks about light, darkness, and the elements, the days of creation, that, that, that happened on day one of creation. Part two is day two, Pesukim Zayin through Yodbet, the separation of the seas and the land. Section three of the Mizmor talks about day three, Pesukim Yod Gimal through Yedchayet, fruits, trees, grass, foliage, etc. Part four of the Mizmor, day four, Pesukim Yod Tet through Kaftaler, talk about the sun, the moon, day and night. Part five is day five, Pesukim Kav He and Kavav, talking about the creatures of the sea. Part six talks about day six, Pesukim Kav Zayin through Lamed, and the character traits of all of life and living things. And day seven talks about rejoicing in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's world, and the happiness that the Meshorer experiences, and who the followers of Hashem in this world are also part of that extreme happiness. So as we mentioned, just again, by way of introduction, that this Mizmor, is what we say every Rosh Chodesh, and the question is why? So from a halachic perspective, if you look at the Tur Or Haim Siman Taf Kaf Gimal, he asks the question and answers it, he says because of Pasuk Yod Tet. Pasuk Yod Tet is the highlighted Pasuk in this Mizmor, where it mentions the glory of the moon and the cycle of the calendar and how it dictates our festivals. And Rabbi Yitzhak Abu Hab, he builds on this and says that no other creation represents God's total mastery over all other creations and all of creation as a whole than the moon and the cycles of the moon and how it governs our, our every move in terms of the holidays, how it waxes and wanes uh, every single day that this really shows when a person looks at the moon and it cycles, he really gets a full, full appreciation of creation. And as we mentioned times before, the Mishorer uh, oftentimes will place the central idea in the Mizmur right smack in the middle. And we, we said there's seven parts, part four, Yudtet through Kaftal, and Yudtet is right in the middle of the Mizmur, and uh, uh, give or take a pasuk, and it's this pasuk is really the highlight of why we read it. Not only is it the highlight of the creation, but it's also the reason why we say it on Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh is all Chodesh Zelachem Rosh Chodashim, where we know that witnesses had to go and be mekadesh the Chodesh ayed al pi 
they, they had to go and they had to see the moon and then report back and then Bedin would send messengers then to reach all of the lands. Even nowadays that we don't have it, Kiddush Halevana Al on witnesses seeing the cycle of the moon, we still have a very uh, intricate and detailed uh, formula for calculating it that all revolves around the moon. It's a long Mizmor, so we're going to start now. Again, Mizmor Chof Dalet. Barechin Afshi et Adonai, Adonai Elohai Gadalta Me'od, Hod Vehadar Labashta. Bless Hashem, again, oh my soul, my soul is doing the blessing. Hashem, my God, you are great and you are cloaked or donned in majesty and splendor. Hod vehadar lavashta. Pasuk bet. O teor kasalma note shamaim kairi'a. And this uh, splendor that we mentioned above is covering with uh, uh, light. Also, so too with the garment, and it's stretching, it, it stretches out like, uh, it stretches out the heavens like a curtain, meaning that's how much light there is, and that's how powerful it is. Pasuk Gimal, Ham Kareb Maim Aliotav, Hassam Avim Rehovo, Ham Halech Al Kanfer Ruach. He who puts a, uh, a covering or a roof of the upper uh, chambers with water of the Mayim of the Rakia, and he who makes clouds with his chariot. Again, all, all this imagery of showing how Kadosh Baruch Hu created the heavens. And he who walks on the, on, on the wings of the wind. And again, just to show, again, a kanfer ruach means that it's just the swiftness of the wind and the ease with which HaKadosh Baruch Hu was able to create something such as, uh, such as the wind, which is unfathomable to man, but it's an integral part of Ma'aseh Bereshit. That's what we think about with Al-Kanferuah. Pasuk Dalet, Oseh Malachav Ruchot Mesharetav Esh Lohet. He makes the winds with his messengers. Yani, it's easy for him and it's nothing. And the flaming fire are his uh, servants or, uh, or, or attendants. Again, it's very easy for him to make such awesome creations. Pasuk He established the earth on its foundation and it will never wither away or falter forever and ever. The Olam Pasuk Vav, now the last one of the first part. Tehom kalebush kisito al harim yamdumain, where the watery uh, the watery depths were just like the with his garment was you covered it. You were the one who covered those depths, and upon the mountains the water would stand. Meaning the mountain the water is covering great mountains and mountainous, cavern, uh, mountainous regions that are in the ocean. Again, awesome power that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can wield with a snap of a finger, Kivyahol. Now the separation in day two between those, the seas, meaning this, uh, of the land and of the Shamaim, and, uh, and land. Pasuk Zain, min ga'aratecha yenusun, min ra'amcha yehafezun. That from your uh, rebuke, again, they flee, they run away. From the sound of your thunder, they rush away. Meaning, again, here, 
trying to paint an imagery of imagine the waters running away and retreating from a specific area where they shouldn't be. So, meaning HaKadosh Baruch Hu isn't really rebuking them, don't do anything bad, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Mishoreh is saying how just like a, a, a person would, let's say, rebuke somebody, don't ever come back here. So that person would retreat, so too is the control that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has over such amazing uh, elements. So the waters, let's say, that belong in the sea, they stay in the sea and they do not uh, encroach on the land. Pasuk Hayat, Ya Alu Harim Yeredu Bekaot El Mekomze Yasad Talahim. So they ascend on top of the mountains and they descend to the valleys and to the special place that you set for them, that you set a foundation for them. Again, only where HaKadosh Baruch Hu says there will be water, should there be water. Pasuk Tet, Gevul Santa Bal Yaaborun, Bal Yeshubun, Chasot Haaretz. You set a boundary that they can't cross. And they cannot return to cover and destroy the earth. You set up that boundary and they never and they would never encroach upon it. Pasuk Yod. And he sends the springs into the streams and they flow between the mountains. Pasuk Yod And they, the, the water, uh, 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 they, they gives water to every beast of the field and it quenches all of the thirsts of all the wild creatures. Pasuk Yudbet, Alehem of Hashamayim Yishkon, Miben Ofaim Yitenu Kol. And near them they, they, they dwell the birds that fly high up, and from among the uh, branches they, they sing out, they sing out Hashem, meaning it's also giving them sustenance as well. So the waters go into their right places and it, and it gives water to all of the, it quenches the thirst of the beasts, the birds, and of the land. Now part three, talking about the fruits, the trees, and the grass, like we said. Pasuk Yod Gimal, Mashkeh Harim Me'ali Otav, Miperi Ma'asecha Tisba Ha'aretz. He waters the mountains from his upper uh, storehouses or change chambers of the water. And from the fruit of your works, the earth is sated, meaning that it gets all of, the, all of its sustenance from, and, and all of its uh, thirst quenched from the water. Pasuk Yodalid, Masmiah hasir labehema ve'ayasev la'avodat ha'adam lehosi lehem min ha'aretz. He causes the vegetation to pop up, to sprout out, and for the, for the cattle to eat, and the plants through, through of course, man's uh, labor, to bring forth bread from the land. That's how we get the bread. And the wine that makes man's heart glad, to make the face glow from oil, meaning man's face to glow, and bread that sustains the heart of man. And when, the man, the, when that happens, that man gets all of, the, all of the sustenance from the land that makes man happy and able to live. And the trees of Hashem are also satisfied with the water and the cedars of, Le of Lebanon, that he has planted. They also getting the water from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Pasuk Yod Zayin, Asher Sham Siporim Yekanenu Hasida Beroshim Betah. 
And there were the bird's nest and the Hasidah, as we said, it was the crane, with its, with its home, which is among the cypress trees. So again, it provides also places for the, for the wildlife to nest and to, and to be, able to raise, uh, be able to raise their young. Final pasuk of day three. Pasuk Yod Harim HaGevohim LaYe'ilim Sela'im Machseh Lashfanim High mountains are going to be for the wild goats and the rocks and, and the rocks are a refuge for the uh, gophers. And again, all of this imagery to show that all of these places are going to be a habitat for places to, for, peop, for uh, animals to live and because of uh, the water and separation and the growth that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to give it. Now, crossing into day four, the sun, the moon, and the day and the night. So again, here, this is Pasuk Yotet, again, the Pasuk that the tour pointed out, that was the highlight of the Mizmor, and the reason why we read it on Rosh Chodesh. He made the moon for the festivals, and the sun knows where its destination needs to be. Pasuk Kaf, Tashet Choshech Vihilayla, Bo Tirmos Kol Haito Ya'ad. Right, you make it dark and then it becomes night, in which every uh, forest uh, uh, animal, the animals that live in the forest, uh, lives or, 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 or stirs. Meaning, when it's night, they know to stop but, uh, and go to sleep, but that you make it so that all of these uh, animals um, know that it is, in fact, uh, that it, it is in fact night. Pasuk kaf alef, hakefirim shoagim lataref, uvakesh meel ochlam. A kefir is a, another word for a young lion. So the young lion roars after their prey. They're looking to hunt something and to seek their food, but where is it they really seeking it from? Also from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, from Hashem. But if it's dark, they can't get it. What happens? Tizrah Hashemesh yasefun. The sun, right, rises and they are gathered in. And in their dens, they, uh, they crowd. Right, so, right, that's their dens, that's where they are going to be sat. In the morning, they're able to, uh, to gather and they have this ray of hope that now they'll be able to hunt and see again for their food. And again, all due to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and his amazing, uh, amazing uh, wonders in which how they function in the solar system. Pasuk Kaf Gimal, Yese Adam Paolo, Man then goes forth to his work, and he does his work until the nighttime comes again. Again, highlighting how there's a system to everything, not just with the beasts, but also with man, that's based on the night and the day. One of the most inspirational pesukim and a credo that people live by. How uh, abundant are your handiworks, Hashem, and with wisdom you made all of them. And the earth is filled with all of your kinyanim, all of your possessions, meaning not just the, that they belong to Him, that they are only able to function with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's great power and what He has given to, to them. Now crossing over into the creatures of the sea in the next two pesukim. Pasuk kafeh, ze hayam gadol urchav yadaim, 
Sham remes ve'en mispar. Hayot ketanot im gedolot. Look at the sea now. Behold, look at the sea. They're great and, and broad. When a person looks out at the ocean, you can't even begin to measure it. And there are things that are creeping in it that are without number, small and great creatures. But you, you would never be able to, to count them. That's how loaded the ocean is with them. Pasuk kaf vav kul... And there the ships travel, right? Meaning people travel and try to navigate the sea. And this Leviathan, which is a sea beast, a creature of tremendous size, which the Gemara says that there were only two created, you fashioned to sport with them, meaning that a person, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one that, oh, you made them, you, you're, they're playthings for you, the greatest beast in the sea is something for you just merely to play with. Pasuk Kavzain Kulam Elecha Yesaberun Latet Ochlam Be'aitor. And now, beginning this Pasuk is day six now with the character traits of life and living things. So, all of them that we just read, all of them look to you with hope. All the creations look to you to provide their food in its proper time. So the basic sustenance of every living thing that's been covered in this Mizmor, everything in creation, you must look to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for that sustenance. Pasuk Kaf Chayet, Titen lahem yilkotun, Tiftach yadecha isbe'un tov. You give it to them and they gather it in. And you open your hand and they are satisfied with all that good. Meaning there has to be a give and take relationship and that starts with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Pasuk kaftet, tastir panecha yebahilun, tosef ruham yigvaun, ve'el afaram yeshuvun. And when you hide your face, has shalom, they are in despair. And when you retrieve uh, their spirit, and when you take away their neshama, they will die. They'll perish, and their dust, they, and to the dust, they return. And when that happens, these great uh, beasts or things that were ama had amazing power, they return back to the earth. Pasuk Lamin Teshalach Rochacha Yebare Un Uthadesh Pene Adama. And when you send forth your, again, uh, this is metaphorical, your breath, that's when they're created and you renew the surface of the earth. So, meaning that there's going to be a cycle of life. That these great, uh, these great beings, all the animals and all the people, once they pass away, they go to the dust, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu renew them with a new life. Okay, so that finishes the six days of creation and those six stages. Before we cross into day seven, I want to go back to the pasuk that we said, There, just a nice insight. If you look at the Gemara, Masechet Chulin, Tafkuf Kav Zayin Abud Aleph, Rabbi Akiva states that this is the pasuk, this verse, shows how to get close to God. So we'd be remiss if we didn't mention it. And how does Rabbi Akiva explain it? He says that by contemplating HaKadosh Baruch Hu's wonders of the world that he created, that is how a person truly gets close to God. And Rabbi Akiva said that if the 
denizens of the deep, which is like the Leviathan, came up onto the land, they perish, meaning as powerful and as large as they are, if they came up with that, to the sand, that's it, they, they die, they can't even move. And if the land creatures went into the sea, they'd also drown, they'd, they'd also die by drowning. And he then says this pasuk, meaning that's how Rabbi Akiva contemplated, he said, this is amazing. This so, such a powerful beast on the land. If he jumps into the ocean, he automatically dies. And then same thing with the opposite. If the sea creature jumps onto the land, how Hakadosh Baruch Hu put every single animal in its correct natural habitat to survive is unfathomable. And Rabbi Akivas calls out this pasuk, and he does so as a clear proclamation of how God creates many different complicated systems that can be totally different but still function at optimal levels. Meaning, that, what's the chokhmah here? Now you could say, okay, one is a cell, one belongs on the sand, one belongs on the ocean. He's saying, no, Rabbi Akiva looked at nature and saw that each one was a separate ecosystem. And each one functions at its highest level. So life doesn't just have one code. We're not all humans, we're not all uh, uh, whales, we're not all uh, uh, goats, but each one has its own ecosystem that functions perfectly. And that was what, that was what really got Rabbi Akiva, and, and, and he uttered this pasuk upon thinking of that. Okay, now back to part seven, which is in now, pasuk Lamed Aleph. Till the end of the Mizmor. Yehi chevod Adonai le'olam Yismach Adonai b'ma'asav. So may the glory of Hashem again endure forever, and let Hashem rejoice in His works. Pasuk Lamed Bet Hamabit la'aret v'tirad yigah beharim v'yeishanu. He looks towards the earth. And the, and the earth trembles, meaning nothing happens without HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He touches, again, Ki'ilu, the mountains and they smoke, meaning the power, most powerful image is of the mountains, and if HaKadosh Baruch Hu even touches it, that's it, they burn up. Pasuk Lamed Gimel, Ashira Adonai Behayai Azamera Lelohai Be'odi. I will sing out to Hashem while I am alive, because again the Mishwarer mentioned that the life is fleeting, and I will sing praises to God as long as I am in, as long as I am alive, as long as I endure. Pasuk So may my words be sweet to Hashem, and I will rejoice in Hashem. And again, this mizmor would not be complete again if it doesn't acknowledge the people who are chas doing the opposite. Hallelujah. The sinners will cease from the earth and the wicked people will be no more. Yani, they will be destroyed. And bless Hashem, my soul again, the fifth barachin afshi, as we mentioned in yesterday's mizmor. Hallelujah. And praise given out to Hashem. Before we close the Mizmor, again on this last Pasuk, we have a very famous Gemara that we need to uh, just give, uh, give a small attention to. In uh, the Gemara Masech Berachot, Dav Yod Amud Aleph, it's uh, Dav Yod Amud Aleph, it quotes this Pasuk of Yitamu Hattaim in Aretz. And it's the story of Rabbi Meir and his wife Bruria. And she chastises her husband, Rabbi Meir, for praying that all Rasha'im be destroyed. Rabbi Meir was saying, look, I can't tolerate these Rasha'im. They must be destroyed. 
And she quotes this pasuk to give him rebuke and musad. And says, does it say hot'im? Meaning the noun to describe that people who sin. It doesn't say yitamu hot'im, you know, at the people who act in sin. It says hata'im, to mean the actual sins themselves. And Ruriyah was trying to tell Rabbi Meir that that's what a person should be praying for. Not that the person itself, themselves, should, the sinner, should be destroyed. But the sins should be uprooted from that person and that person should do Teshubah. And our philosophy is that we want all people, and we want all people to be alive just without the sins. And there's no such thing as praying for the sinners per se to be destroyed based on this Gemara. We'd rather them change their ways instead. And from this end pasuk, it says, Yitamu hataim, the sins themselves, not hot'im, not the actual people, we can understand and internalize and learn this philosophy.